This is Agents Influence Podcast. When you get to the bottom, you start looking for the trap door. You start digging into the dirt because you just go, the thing that's going to immediately make me feel better, they dig for the trap door. And they find it because the trap door is it could be porn, alcohol, drugs. It could be too much business. So no matter where you're at in life, you don't have to be in the insurance world. But I'm here to tell you that the more I do this, the more I realize I'm not alone. I've been on a couple of podcasts where people have been this direct and I appreciate it. I don't hide from it. It's actually improved my credibility. People just go, hey, that guy's willing to admit the hard knocks along with success. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Agents Influence Podcast. That's right. It is here with me, Conversations, Jason Cass. And here I am today with Troy uh, Korsgaden. That's what he said. He said that I said it right. What did you say? It was Norwegian? Norwegian, yes, sir. That's right, Troy. Thank you very much. We're going to call him from now on because he said we're allowed to. We're going to call him TK until I forget and I call him Troy again. So TK, man, hey, and thanks for being on here with me, man. I'm, this is uh, long overdue. I'm excited to be here with you today, Jason. It really truly is, man. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see that he's got these all these books behind him and shit. I feel like he's on um, interviewing him on CNN right now. That's what it, that's what it looks like. So, anyways, beautiful pictures of his kids. Got a bobblehead over there, boy. People, you've got to go watch YouTube to check this shit out. So, Troy, buddy, I'm uh, I'm glad we've done it. We've been trying to set this up for uh, multiple, multiple months. You're a busy yeah. guy, and I'm a busy guy, but yet here we are, and we're gonna give everybody what they thought this would be, right? You betcha. I'm ready. Let's rock. All right, all right. iPhone or Droid user? iPhone. You're an iPhone user. What's the last app you downloaded? Uh, Blinkist. Blinkist? What's that? So it's a, a, an app that uh, does book summaries. And uh, I, I read a lot, but I like to go back and listen to, they do a 15-minute summary on a book. And so if it's a book somebody says I ought to read, I, I listen to the summary before I just go out and buy it, just because they said and then I go back because in my earlier days, I read even more. I still read a lot, uh, but being mm. younger, I was able to you know, absorb a lot better. Now I got to reread a book, if it's a good one, two or three times to absorb it correctly. Very true. Very true. Me and my reading geeky buddies say that same exact thing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so many books. And what's amazing is, is when you when you someone will mention a book, and you're like, "Holy cow! I read that like 23 years ago. Completely forgot about it." You know, I would love to have that so I could go find that summary and say, "Summarize that for me again," because I remember that book was electric. You know, um, yeah, good call on that. I like that. I like well, that. You like that app? It's really good. It's not expensive, and it's just a plethora of information. It's great. Wow. The uh, Do you love to win or do you hate to lose, Troy? I love to win. I, I learn from losing. I've, I've lost more than I've uh, won. I, I've written seven books on all my successes. I could have written 21 on the stupid things that I've done, and I hope uh, we get to talk about some of them also. 
Yeah, wow, that's that's interesting. Two things in the world that we believe got you to where you um, are now: luck or skill. If that was the one, if those were the two, which one's been a bigger factor in your life? I, I call it blessings, luck. Um, um, I used to think that I was really smart, and I and I hate to use the word manipulate, but I felt like I positioned myself to such a degree that I almost manipulated things happening, and then. I, about five years ago, I really reviewed my life in its totality, and I realized I did nothing. Uh, I was at the right place, the right time, for whatever reason that was, and uh, I've rolled all that up to help me today, and I'm bigger and stronger today, I think because I really realize now I've surrendered, and I don't try to manipulate anything. You know, I just be the best person I can be. I do position myself because you got to be at the right place, right? So you got to show up. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't force the Yeah, I had an issue this morning that I could have manipulated a lot of stuff. And I just stepped back and I just said, hey, I'm just going to surrender here. And as Bruce Lee said, be like water and just let it flow where it needs to go. But I was present. I was part of it. That's right. And also one of the beauties of, especially in Asian culture of water is it's so appreciative because it always goes to the lowest point, right? This is true. I remember yes. reading that one time. It's and when it goes to the lowest point, that's a, uh, I think it's in the I Ching. He re, he talks, um, Lao Tzu talks about that. Now, that's Troy, right. what, and I, I got some stuff here that we want to talk about. So, sure. um, so, so what it did is, so out of the luck or the skill, what would you say was the biggest one? I, it's luck, you know, but you gotta be skillful, right? But I, but I know a lot of people who have a lot of skill, and they get hit by a truck. That's, right. That's unlucky. That's right. You know, so, so I've gotta believe that it's a combination, right? I work on my skills. I'm a learner, uh, but but it, it's it's a combination of both. You can't rely on one or the other. But to say that you you don't have good fortune or blessings or luck would be ignorant. It just, uh, you know, it just, mm -hmm. I was born in the right place. You know, I lived in the right community. I knew the right people at the right times. And, and then again, I, I attracted some pretty bad people that I, you know, went down some wrong paths and that's bad luck. I like yeah. It. yeah. So where, where were you born? I was born in Downey, California. My parents, uh, uh, lived in a town called Norwalk, which is in Southern California. I was born in Downey. And shortly after that, my father and mother moved us here to the San Joaquin Valley, where I live today. Where's that at? California, Central. You've heard of sun-made raisins. Oh, oh it's, yeah. okay. Sun-made right. raisins, the agriculture, yeah. All right, still out there in the old CA. That's right. So, Troy, let's talk a little bit about this stuff. So, I mean... How, how did you, I mean, give us a little bit after your mom and dad moved you to where you are. I mean, tell us about your life and how you got to where you are right now. Yeah, four brothers and sisters, twin sisters that are younger, two older brothers. We're all very close. Uh, my father died when I was six, uh, moved here oh, when shit. I was five. Yeah, died in a car accident. Uh, left my mom with five kids. Great mother. Uh, I, it wasn't a perfect life, but we lived a kind of Ward Cleaver, June Cleaver type of life with, with just mom. Uh, weren't rich, weren't poor, uh, completely poor. We were lower middle class, lived in a nice home in a safe neighborhood, but it wasn't fancy at all. No pool, no nothing. All the things that we all aspired to as children were because we didn't have a lot, but we did have a lot. We had a nice home, awesome mother. 
great brothers and sisters, great family unit, and all the kids uh, turned out to be successful in their own way. That's great. Wow, yeah. that is fantastic. So yeah. going from there, you got out, you went to high school, college, or whatever. How'd you get to where you are? Yeah, high school. Uh, went to a school literally a couple blocks away from where we lived. Uh, again, great teachers, great friends, uh, great environment. I, I've always had a really great environment all of my life up to even now. Uh, so a great environment. W wanted to go to college, but I have a short attention span. I lasted uh, one half of the year and bailed because I just I just am too antsy, too got to have everything too quick. One of the mistakes I made, I should have gone on, not necessarily to Harvard or anywhere, but I should have completed it, but I wanted to be a musician. Uh, so I was self-taught guitar and piano, learned how to write songs when I was in high school and thought I was going to be a musician and didn't work out. When I got to LA, I learned really quickly, no talent. Uh, so, so had my uh, tail between my legs and came back home, and that's how I got into the insurance world. Is uh, I had to find a place where I loved something, and it turned out I loved insurance. When was that? Uh, 1983. I uh, was in Southern California. Uh, I I moved back. Had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, had a friend of mine whose uh, father was in insurance, another friend that was in insurance, an uncle that was in insurance. I thought, ah, that looks like it might be a cool place to be. I just needed a cool place. Uh, not that a lot of people think insurance is cool, but um, I, I got into it. And again, blessings, luck. I ended up just living, breathing, sleeping, just everything. I just ended up loving every aspect of it. I got you. Yeah. I feel you there. And so you, what, you started in, I mean, where'd you go? How'd you get to where you are now? Yeah, so I started uh, with a company here in California called Farmers Insurance. They're, they're an exclusive company. Uh, so I represented yeah. just their brand at the time. And uh, they taught me insurance. I had a great manager. He's up here on the wall of pictures of people that have influenced my life and had an impact. And uh, he shepherded me through my first seven years of business, which I was young, 21, when I first started full-time in insurance. Uh, and I was young and dumb, and he shepherded me through it and really just set me up a platform to expand and create a career that lives on today as a consultant to insurance carriers and uh, to people not just in the U.S., but around the globe. So you were solely with farmers your whole life? When I first started, yeah. They allowed me to uh, sell their products first, their offer them first, and that an outlet to be able to sell products that they didn't like agricultural products that they didn't want, trucking that they didn't want. So I expanded my practice. I'm always thinking out beyond where I'm at. Um, and uh, that served me well. And I, I was able to become bigger and stronger and create an environment for myself where I leapfrogged all the other farmers agents, not because I had products that were outside of what they offered, just because I just hired people and developed people to be a bigger and stronger business not just an insurance sales job. Yeah. So that's where you feel as if is that you're the separator from everyone else. At the time. Now, now it's commonplace. Back then in the, in the late 80s, the early 90s, uh, it was unique. I was a unicorn. I was out there. And I, I happened to write a book back at that time at the, at the end of the 90s, uh, early 2000s, that became a bestseller. And it's, there's 250,000 copies of this book in circulation. 
today. Not because I was smart, uh, but because nobody wrote books back then. Today, if everybody writes a book, back then nobody did. Today, you got to be Harry Potter to make money to sell a book. It's true. It's true yeah. on that. Yeah. So, so, so what would you, so today when you go in and you consult people and you consult agencies, is that right? Are you consulting? Who are you doing your consulting work now? Yeah, it's a little complicated. I, I don't, I don't contract with individual agencies. So I work with carriers, brands that, you know, I can't mention on the podcast here today. Gotcha. Uh, but if you can think of them, I work with them at some level some deeper than others. So do I touch agencies? Yeah. I mean, they, you know, agents look at me and go, this guy knows what I go through. And it's not easy being a self-employed person, whether you're selling insurance or refrigerators, it's just not easy. Or whether you're mm -hmm. doing radiators or whether you own a restaurant. And so they, they look at me and they go, I can believe this guy because he's been beat up and he's been bloodied. And so when he tells me, I tried this, it didn't work, or you might want to think of this, that's what a consultant does. So carriers will hire me from a global standpoint, and I'm an expert at what they call the seamless distribution ecosystem. So when I started in the 80s, there weren't computers, you know, and then computers came along and then you had desktops and you, things to speed things up. Well, today it's all a part of the buying process, the service process, the claims process. And so I connect the dots for not only the carriers, but for the brokers, agents, and firms that are using these technologies to make it seamless for the customer because that's what it's about. It's not about us. It right. used to be. Now it's about the customer, 100%, non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. So Troy, you you talk about, you know, the things that you wanted to be, the things that you thought that you were and things you mentioned about 3 about 5 years ago you realized that, you know, it wasn't about you. It was about other things and these things you had mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. What happened four or five years ago that made you reevaluate um, what TK was doing? I, I became unhealthy uh, mentally, physically, uh, too much booze, too much money, too much everything. So I had to take a hard look at myself because everything that I'd worked for that, that, you know, and I got to what I perceived was the top. And when I got there, I realized there is no top. You know, it's just you just keep going and going and going. And I was tired. I was worn out uh, physically, mentally, a lot mentally more than I knew because I just didn't realize that I had mental issues like everybody does. I just thought I was invincible. And uh, the booze got a hold of me. And I just, I, you know, what served me well was my tolerance to booze when I was young. Uh, but when you get older, your, your health starts to deteriorate and you just physically can't keep that pace and so I had to stop. I just had to really take a look at myself. How did I get here? Why did I get here? And then where do I want to go? What, what changes am I going to make to get healthy? Because you got to have good health. Everything you want to do is useless if, you're, if you don't have the health to be able to do it. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. 
CAST certified. Was it your health that started to go bad or was it, did it start to affect relationships? Uh, it's a good, good call. You know, this is why you're good at what you do. The relationships, uh, you know, and, and I, and I'm, for, you know, I speak for a living, you know, part of what I do is uh, I'll be mm. tomorrow, I'll be speaking in front of three, 400 people. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll literally talk to thousands of people every year. But when you get down to it, uh, speaking is just oratory, right? That's not a communicator. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I need to work on my communication skills. And I didn't humbly admit that. I just felt I was such a great orator that I didn't need to work on my relationship with Jason and to be transparent with Jason. Not, not ridiculous, but to not be surface mm -hmm. with Jason. So I got to have communication skills. So yes, uh, my relationship, the ones I really valued, uh, spouse, children, uh, friends, uh, colleagues, started to deteriorate and quickly. You know, and I was able to handle it all the way up until five years ago, but it all started to unravel. And then I started looking. Then when people started to be, when I said, I got a problem, then people said, yeah, man, you're unhealthy. And I started to listen to that. Wow. And I realized Crazy that, that no one, no one told you that until, until you, until they may have thought that, but no one told you until you asked or something like that. I can't really yeah. think how to put that out there. No, you're, you're saying it. It's wow. look, we're, we're all enablers to people over health, over destructive things they do. Addiction's easy, like booze or pills or, you know, drugs or any of that. You can say to somebody, hey, man, you're out of control, right? But not many people want to rock the boat with you because if, if you're delivering, you know, not just money, right? Because I, I'm a rainmaker. I make money happen. But I, people really want to be around me or you because of our energy, you know, so it's like immediately you just have this energy and you're a magnet to people. It's true. And, and yeah, it is. And then so they don't want to ruin that because they want access to you. You know, like, uh, you know, a lot of people want to be on your show because you're an influencer, but it's really your energy that is the influence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. And what was it was, I mean, I don't want to know the specific thing and get personal, but was this just this aha moment? There was, there was some aha moment, right? Everybody's rock bottom where you had to be like, okay, this, this really needs to get, and this is good, Troy. And I appreciate you being open like this. Cause as you know, I think a lot of people are hitting their moment. They just want to ignore that. Maybe there's something that needs to change. I of course. It. Yeah, of course. And, and you can ask me anything. You know, there, there's nothing I won't answer, honestly, because here's the thing. The reason I never dealt with this before is, number one, I didn't think about it. And then when I did think about it, I stuffed it down and, and, I, and I didn't want to deal right. with it out of fear. So what was the fear? Fear is people pay me big money for answers, complex answers. And to admit that I had my own problems, and this is the problem for a lot of people, including me, is you're not humble because you don't want to ruin all the things that you've worked for. When in reality, it's all vapor. They, it's called hevel. And, and it just really is just smoke. And, and it really, when you stop and you take a look at everything, you just go, wow, uh, I was worrying about nothing. You know, the old saying, 95% of what you worry about never comes to happen, never comes to pass. It never happens. It's true. Because I thought the world would stop when I took time to really evaluate where I was mentally, physically, to deal with my alcohol. And most of what I dealt with was really 80% uh, mental. 
you know, because it drives everything. You know, the things that happened when you were a little kid, like my dad died. Um, you know, being raised by a single parent, which I thought was awesome, and it was. Uh, but there were there were trade-offs to that, right? And and they call them traumas. I had to deal with all of them. Uh, and and I'm, man, I'm still a work in progress. I, I you know, uh, five years later, I don't want to claim, you know, spike the ball and go, I've got it all. Always handled. will be. Like I said, this morning I had problems. You know, my first reaction was to go to old Troy and deal with them. And I thought, hmm, I think I'll just uh, surrender here and just give it 24 hours before I even react to any of what's going on today. And it didn't mean I was ignoring it. It just meant I just needed to get a level set and not just go, boom, and, you know, clean house today. Hmm. It's so crazy, too. And, and then you mix, mix in the fact that, you know, with high energy comes the fact that people expect certain things out of you right tk if yeah. you decide for um if you decide that you want to take some time off and you just want to not be energetic people wonder what's wrong with you right which then drives back to the well you know i, I it's just it's 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 so funny to speak of because i could sit here and talk about this all day long i, I really really truly can so, so can i challenge you a little thoughts bit on that troy yeah, I'll challenge you a little bit. Yeah, come so, on, come on. I, I agree with you in one part, but I, I want to tell you a little story. So that fear I had of, of not being available to take time for myself to try to figure out where I was, was I, I, I'm going to lose it all. Everybody needs me. Everybody wants me. And I'm, I'm a popular guy in my world, not, not you know, on TV, but I'm a popular guy in understand. my world, right? And I just thought, man, people are going to freak out. They don't have access to me. 100 days, three people went, hey, is everything okay? Three. You know, these are perceived friends. And, and you know, all, all everybody's a perceived wow. friend. And it wasn't that they didn't care. I realized they got their own stuff, man. They got their own problems with their own kids. And they got their own problems with their own business. And they got their own problem in their own place they worship. And, and you know, all this. And, and I realized, so I went in and I thought, okay, I'm going to take 30 days for myself. I'm going to study. I'm going to figure this out. And after 30 days, I went, right, I'm going to do another 30 because nobody's freaking out. In fact, people were contracting me for when I was ready, which was going to be the following year. And I thought, hmm, okay, well, I just don't, I'm just not going to worry about this. And, and so when I got to the 90 days and I went, I'm going to spend an extra 10 days helping people that felt the way I did 90 days ago, because you, you have this just unnerving need to, to just go back to what you were, right? And I'm not saying I didn't go back to a lot of my old mm -hmm. life. I did. I just look at it differently. And so it's just really just... Getting, you know, I like to say the old saying, go out on a limb because that's where all the fruit is. So you just keep going out there and yeah, you're going to fall off once in a while. And I did. Uh, but I, you know, I just, at the end of the day, I'm a bigger, stronger, better person for it. And, and my business is stronger and better. Wow. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Troy, it really truly is. I mean, you, at the beginning of this, I, I actually, cause I like to take little notes of things that I would like to name the name of the podcast. And one of the things that you threw out there, like very first second we got on was egg salad. I'll talk about it. And, and you said that. And what's funny is, is how here we are. And, well, I tell you what, this has been a hell of an egg salad. I got to tell you, this is, uh, 
It's um, this is this is good to learn. What's great about it is, is it's great because people don't have these conversations, right? This is this is one of these stigmatas. It's way better today than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, it, 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 it's uh, whether you say it's a disease or someone says it's a mental illness or someone says that whatever it could possibly be doesn't really matter. These things aren't talked about, you know, but we'll talk about so many other things that that actually have have uh, are of less concern. I would say that probably more than half of the people in America, probably in the world, but I'm going to keep it in me, have some kind of mental um, disorder, some kind of mental pain, mental anguish, you know, emotional um, uh, uh, chaos, you know, and it's like, it's the number one thing, though, that we all act like we don't have, right? It's, it would be equivalent to us, probably, Troy, all of us acting like we don't eat, right? Think if we all kept that from each other. We're like, yeah. I don't want them to know that three times a day we eat, you know what I mean? And, and it's kind of like everybody's like, hello, we all eat, you know, it's very similar to that. Because, and I just believe it's the world that we live in, you know, and I, and I think people can sometimes put it in a bad light and I don't think that it is. I believe that we are evolving as humans so fast and rapidly and just not because of technology. This has been going on for 40, 50, 60 years. Our emotional intelligence is becoming yes. a very, very vital piece of our world. And I think it's hard for us to understand that and new, that what it's like. I mean, it's hard to understand that empathy is the number one driving emotion in the future besides love, right? Can't, can't forget love, but it's it. Empathy is what is going to separate those who are going to be able to communicate and be successful in the future. What do you think TK? So I want to validate it, Jason. Um, so even, even when I got past what I wanted to do to reset, if you will, I still thought, man, CEOs, you know, executives will look at me and just go, man, is this guy going to crack out at some point? I mean, you know, is, is that what happens with this guy from now on? Because they never knew, right? And and so I still have fear. Everybody has fear. I don't care who you are. You got you to gotta just deal with your fear. And so that was my big thing. But now I have people that come up. Now, now granted, this is, you know, almost five years later. They come up to me and they go, hey, I need your help, even outside of the insurance industry. This executive has an issue and we'd like for you to talk to him. We'll even pay you. And I go, no, I do this gratis. You know, you pay me for my insurance consulting. I, I do this as a way to give back. And now I help people oh, wow. to, to, to get, they're not all executives, but a good majority of them. So instead right. of the executives going, is this guy going to crack out? They go, we entrust you with this person who's, you know, making X amount of dollars, a big money machine for us. We need you to talk to the person. They need to feel comfortable that they can talk to somebody who's been through this and they need to deal with it. Or you mentioned the, the you know, the bottom. Jason, there is no bottom. There's no such thing. Wipe it out. Because when wow. you get to the bottom, if you're a real addict, a drug addict, an alcoholic, a somebody with mental issues, or both is usually how they come together. You, you start looking for the trap door when you get to the bottom. You start digging into the dirt because you just go, the thing that's going to immediately make me feel better to get rid of my fear, to get rid of my insecurities, or to get rid of the, all the thoughts I'm having because some people's mind just races. They dig for the trap door and they find it because the, the trap door is to more of whatever it is. It could be porn. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be 
too much business, workaholics, and you just go into all this. So I, I just want to say that no matter where you're at in life, you don't have to be in the insurance world. You could be in the real estate world, or you could be uh, running a church or a synagogue or a, a mosque or whatever. People, all, to your point, 50, 60% of them, I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm here to tell you that the more I do this, the more I realize I'm not alone. You know, and, and and I don't, you know, you're one of, I've been on a couple of podcasts where people have been this direct and I appreciate it. I'd say 90% of them don't even bring this up and I don't bring it up. I don't want to be the guy that go, well, there's that guy, you know, but I don't oh, yeah. hide. I don't hide from it. It's actually improved my, my credibility. People just go, hey, that guy's willing to admit the hard knocks. I've had some hard knocks along with success. Totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that's why I love talking about it. And I'm not, and I am okay to go there. I have um, bipolar disorder type two and okay. I'm, and I'm medicated. I'm very, my, my loyal listeners that are listening to it, know it. And I, and I just, and the reason I, is people know that I'm a little wild and crazy and high energy and whatever. I don't know if that has to do with the bipolar, but it's who I am. And to be honest with you, I think that it's not so much who I am though. I want other people to realize that they can talk about whatever they're going through as well, because we're all going through it. Once again, we're all eating. We're all eating here. We can all, we don't have to hide from each other around five o'clock and we're all wondering what we're doing. It all is. And I think, I do agree though. I do think though, it is way easier to talk about it today. I wouldn't have talked about it openly for five, well, probably 10 years ago. But then again, I was also 34 and I was still dealing with the fact that of all the stuff, like what if people found out about this? They're going to say, that's why he does this and that and all this. Yeah. And then I remember when I first came out and started talking about it, I think in 2017, 2018, I actually had people who were like, thank you very much for this. You know what I mean? Or I had one lady too, Troy, she called me and she wasn't in the insurance industry, but her, or she didn't call me, she emailed me, but her husband was in the insurance industry and had some issues. And by him hearing it, actually, he started to get some help and talk about it. And then she actually emailed me. This was like back in 1819. I still have that email. Um, and it was those kind of things. So it, it validates, as you like, as you said, your point as well is that people, um, we need to be more open about this. We need to talk about these things. We'll talk Without about other things, but we don't talk about it. Without it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so that was good stuff. That 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 really is good. And, and for all you loyal listeners out there, just just trying to hear that out. I mean, that is, I, I Troy, you just gave a master's class in in what you did and why that's reasoning there. And I love how you say there is no bottom because you are right. They'll find it if you give them enough time. They'll find the trap door. Um, and 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 so uh, just um, good stuff. Egg salad. I'll talk about it. Anything, anything specifically that you wanted to talk about on here? Because my notes, uh, we've ran far away from those, Troy. Now, Jason, I, I tell you, it's been an honor to be on here, and I would enjoy another conversation with you. This is uh, very impactful, and I know that your listeners, uh, when they listen to you and your guests, I'm sure that they get a lot out of it. So I'm proud to be on with you today. Yeah, I appreciate it very much, Troy. And if you ever need anything from me, let me know. Matter of fact, I'd love to have you at our next brain share. You need to come to our next brain share. It's going to be in New Orleans next April. 
Um, I would love for for any of that. And for all you loyal listeners, you can go to AIBrainShare.com, AIBrainShare.com, and you can get an invite. You got to get on the invite list. Only 100 people are invited every year. Sells out in two weeks. Get on there. Troy, I do greatly appreciate it. I am. We are going to do another one because we literally got to about six... Maybe four of the talking points of the 10 that I had. So um, I do appreciate everything of you. Thank you for being open. Thank you for giving impact to my to my listeners. Um, you, you've uh, this, this went places I didn't think it went, and it went better than I thought it would. So thank you, thank you very much, Troy. Jason. Hey, to all you loyal listeners out there, you know I do what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass. I'm Cass, he's Troy, Korsgaden, out. Are dropped calls and poor voice quality slowing down your business communication? It's time you switch to a solution that keeps the team connected seamlessly. Introducing Lightspeed Voice, your gateway to a revolutionary VoIP system designed to elevate your business communications to the next level. With Lightspeed Voice, you get more than just a reliable connection, you get feature-rich system that adapts to your business needs, whether it's video, conferencing, virtual voicemail, or call forwarding. Lightspeed Voice, they've got you covered. They got my agency covered at the Insurance Alliance. Worried about the transition? Don't be. Lightspeed Voice offers a seamless integration, making the switch to our VoIP system a breeze. Our expert support team, that's what they're known for, is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and efficient transition for your business. That's right. But that's not all. Lightspeed Voice is not just a communication tool. It's a strategic investment in your business success. It is. Save on your monthly communication costs while enjoying top-notch service. It's a win-win and it is. You can put that money somewhere else. Don't let outdated communication systems hold your business back. Upgrade to Lightspeed Voice today and experience the difference. Visit our website or call now to schedule a demo and see firsthand how Lightspeed Voice can transform your business communications. Lightspeed Voice, where every word matters and your business is always in sync. Cass approved.